I'm pulling up the discussion points from... Hey everybody, Wesley here. So we uh, had some audio recording issues when we recorded this episode. Um, we actually lost part of our interviewers um, session, so we had to go back and re-record that. So if things don't make sense as we're moving through, uh, that's probably where I had to chop it up. Um, and also, if you notice any spots where it sounds like a record skipping, um, that's probably not your speakers. That's most likely our audio equipment as it slowly fails. So thank you for bearing with us and uh, promise we'll do better in the future. Thanks. Fresh off the holiday break, a couple weeks late, actually, but it's Between Two Sheets, Season 2, Episode Number 8. Nolan Axon here with you. Got Wes Mason, as always, and surprise, surprise, Clay is on vacation. Yep, we uh, had some some scheduling issues this week. We wanted to do another recording, but we couldn't get our poop in a group for it. So here we are, though, and I'm excited to uh, get to our, our guest here in a little bit. Um, Got an all-star lineup tonight. We do, we do. Um, <laughs> club updates first. So I'm going to jot you here for a minute, our, our nice viewers. So a couple of things. We started up our youth program. Clay would give the update on that because uh, that is his baby, but uh, he's not here. I was there. Sunday kind of watching checking it out helping out a little bit and I think it went great we have 13 kids 13 in kids, it yeah. I believe 12 of them came and uh, one couldn't make it the first week so it, it looked like they had a lot of fun a variety of ages and skill levels in there the half sheets was a, uh, a success I would say they they like that and it was certainly made it more doable for some of the younger and smaller ones yeah. um, they had a lot of fun I think too there are a lot of smiles I gave out stickers so yeah speaking uh, speaking of the half sheets we also had our first prairie grit night oh yeah I forgot about that when we were just discussing awesome. what to do yeah. for updates yeah prairie grit was a blast that was a great time it was I was a, a little intimidated I did not know that they had an RSVP list so when I was talking to Chris that I was organizing it with um, didn't know that they were gonna knew ahead of time who was coming so i had thought it was going to be mostly adults and maybe a couple of kids and it was the opposite it was mostly kids a couple of adults and i, I had a little moment of fear when all of a sudden you know 14 kids showed up to curl and uh, i wasn't expecting it but yeah. went through the half hacks in on sheet five that i had taken out thinking i didn't need them <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> ate some crow for that and yeah we had a blast with it everybody was smiling yeah. I, I talked to them all too and invited them back told them we had one in february which without looking i want to say is the 23rd maybe the 26th it's that like, last friday it's late in the, in the month yeah yeah last and, friday and, so and for those of our viewers that don't know pregnant is the adaptive sports group in my not here yep so. yep so yeah it was great and then uh, after the kids were done you know we did have a couple of adults show up and uh, we we practice a wheelchair curling game we didn't have enough to do a game against them for them but we kind of split them up and, and practice and it's wheelchair curling is a lot harder than uh, it, it looks you it, know i mean you kind of expect it to be different but uh, it's it's challenging in its own right so i can tell you right now there's no way I'd hit the broom consistently. Yeah, it's goofy because you're shooting off center of your body. Yeah. You know, you're off on the side. Um, yeah. Moving along here. So we did pretty great. We got our youth curling. My military league had our first real week here. So that's off to the races. Good busy night. Uh, good busy night. Uh, we have 11 teams. So we do double headers this first half of the season. So they're four end games, two a night for everybody. And then uh, with the 11, you know, there's a bye. So at least everybody gets to curl every week. You might only have one game, but yeah that's great and we uh we ordered the challenge coins for it that's going to be right our, our our prize for uh our participation this year so if you're the kind of person who likes collector coins uh we're going to have some spare ones with the minot curling club you know logo and, and emblem on them so then segueing off of orders 
oh, the clothing order. Yeah. So, you know, we're going to close clothing orders Sunday night. Um, if you get it to me real early Monday, I'll, I'll count you in. But January 15th, that morning, that's going to be the cutoff because we're going to submit it to uh, All-American Trophy and Screen Printing. And Do I want one of them snazzy green jackets? Yes, you do. You do. Yeah. Okay. You should. You convinced me. Yeah, they're nice. And I'm, I'm getting mine, you know, with the name and everything on it, too. Wife's so. going to kill me when I bring home another jacket. I have about 74. Yeah, this one's at least pretty cool, though. Yeah, mid-season jackets, too. None of them are, none of them are going to keep me warm. None I'm, of them are going to be nice and cool. <laughs> they're just mid-season, like, sweat in the summer, freeze in the winter. I think those are fairly warm. They're, I mean, not, not the one you like, for 40 one. below, yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah, I like that uh, they're they're cuffed, but they're not like those ones that like really have a tendency to ride up on you, yeah. you know, as a bigger guy. Is so. that linked on the website where they can make their order? Yes, it is. Uh, I believe it's right on the homepage. Clay put it there. Otherwise, um, I want to say it's mynotcurling.square.site is the, the, the store. But uh, yeah, just hit us up if you're having any trouble yeah, finding find it. it. Get your orders in. Cool vests, cool sweats, soft shell jackets, vintage jackets. Yeah, yeah, sweatshirts. Uh, we also have patches and uh, uh, new stickers are in. They're like window decals, so those are at the club already. And I think our hat order is in or, or going to be in the next in. few days. Yeah. So we pre-ordered hats. We didn't do those by people calling them beforehand. We just got a bunch of them. So right. yeah. so after the clothing order is over, then we're in the Bonspiel season. It's yes. here. Already yes. came fast. Yeah, so not this week, not next week, but the week after, that's Curl for the Cure. The final correct? week of January, final weekend of January. What's the final weekend? Yes, it should be the last weekend of January, the 26th ish. <laughs> uh, will be the ladies' bond spiel. That's our first yep. actual bond spiel of the year. 26th, 27th, Curl for the Cure. Curl, curl for the Cure. And then two weeks later, on the weekend <laughs> of the big game, since we can't say Super Bowl. We can't say the word you just said. Yeah, you're not. That's that's what they say. I mean, you have to have the rights to say Super Bowl when you're talking about the Super Bowl. So we got to say the big game. Well, there's our first lawsuit. <laughs> uh, the Winterfest is February 9th and 10th, so that's a good deal. Yeah. Um, right. I wanna I wanna piggyback on that one too. This is still up in the air a little bit, but uh, we found out that uh, Evan Workin with Workin Curling, friend of the club, he got. Uh, hired, encouraged by a group called Dakota Gather to uh, do a community curling event in Fargo and Minot. So they are shooting for having a learn to curl outdoors at the Axel Citizens uh, uh, Alley Arena out there downtown February 5th. And they're looking to have an outdoor little spiel February 23rd and 24th. Yeah, it's good to be a busy, busy curling season. Yeah. Fast. Yeah. So we are uh, we are planning to uh, support and furnish volunteers and help promote those events. Um, like I said, it's still up in the air we just kind of started hearing about it and uh, putting it together this week but uh, we'll give out updates as we get them on that so looking down the schedule two quick ones we're doing high school state first weekend in march me and nolan are gonna be at the briar so everybody else have fun uh, mark your calendars march 8th 9th and 10th is state seniors here in minot that's gonna be a blast come yeah, on down for that one i know i'm gonna come hang out for it yeah. <laughs> maybe the whole time and then uh, we have our, our Mondac spiel that's still getting put together where we're hosting the Montana Arena Clubs. That is going to be March 22nd and 23rd tentatively. Again, that's kind of still in the air, getting details out. Big one, April 5th, 6th, 7th, shirt sleeve, shirt end sleeve. of year. Yep. Registration is open for all of those big bond spiels. Yes, yes, they are. I think the only one we maybe don't have signups for yet is state seniors, but all the, all the right. other ones. Yep. And for the Mondac, because that's we're kind of waiting on their plan. Yeah, before we, yeah, it depends on their logistics. That'll be more yeah. of an open spiel anyways. Yeah, that'll be fun, too. If you're a Minot local team, you're, you're definitely welcome to attend, and we might open it up to uh, outside 
curlers, um, but uh, to be determined still. So, all right. Do we have any other updates I was missing here? I think that's about it. No. The only one we were missing was Prairie Grit, but we jumped in on that on time. Yeah, yeah, so we did. we're good there. Yeah. All right. Well, I, uh, I'm going to introduce our guest here. So uh, we are going to interview Carter Medved. He is a 16-year-old who is originally from Manhattan. He's living in Scarsdale, New York now. I uh, stumbled on him online because he uh, started up a website called greatcurling.com um, where he's promoting a, a curling blog and the resources for, for new and experienced curlers. So uh, I thought he had an interesting story and, you know, we've chatted a little bit, but I, I'm excited to hear more about it so let's give him a ring on the horn hey can you guys hear me sure can carter sure can, carter yeah you're coming in uh, loud and clear we are we're not live but uh, we're recording so yeah how are you doing tonight i'm great thanks uh how are you guys doing good good welcome to between two sheets yeah. Thank you. I'm I'm really excited to be here. Okay. Uh well, first off, what where are we going to start here, Carter? Can you uh can you tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of what you're up to right now with curling yeah, sure. and uh yeah. Yeah, so uh my name is Carter Medved. Um I live in Scarsdale, New York, about 30 to 45 minutes north of New York City. Um and I am a junior curler at the Ardsley Curling Club. Uh, I've been curling uh, for about uh, three or four years, um, but I actually discovered curling uh, much before that, just never had the opportunity to actually try it out up until then. Uh, recently, I launched a website called greatcurling.com, uh, which is how I got into contact with Between Two Sheets, uh, which aims to help put out educational content uh, in a fresh way for curlers um, you know, across the country. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Um, so I, I think let's let's go back here timeline wise. And and you said you got into curling, you know, much before you know the four years ago when you started participating in the sport. Um, how did you become aware of it as a sport? Because it, it is kind of a niche thing. A lot of people haven't heard of it or, or are vaguely aware that it's a sport. So where where did you first see it or hear about it or become you know aware? Yeah, sure. So I think uh, like many other people. Uh, the first time I ever really saw it was in the Olympics. Uh, for me, it was the 2018 Olympics. Um, watching Team Schuster, um, I got really interested in curling. Uh, but unfortunately, at the time, I was obviously 11 years old and I was living in New York City, uh, which only had one curling club in Brooklyn. So I never really got the opportunity to try it until uh, I moved out of the, uh, I moved out of the city. Okay, that's great. Um, so once you saw it in the Olympics, was it something where you went like, I want to try that later on or just kind of thought it was neat um, and, and, and kind of kept it on your radar there? Was it something you like talked about your parents with and made it, you know, like, hey, I want to try this. And they went and looked it up and found there was one club and the logistics didn't work out. Yeah. So, I mean, my whole life, I've really honestly loved um, obscure sports uh, that I found, you know, in the Olympics and other places. Uh, I was actually into fencing for a while before curling, which was surprisingly easy to do in New York City. Um, but when I moved out of the city about three or four years ago, uh, me and my mom had remembered uh, a curling club that we had actually seen 
uh, in Ardsley, which is about uh, 15 minutes uh, from where I live. Uh, and I decided that obviously, since I'd already been really interested in the sport, I'd love to go give it a try uh, now that I had the opportunity. That's, uh, that's something you and I got in common right there, Carter. Is uh, I was also involved in fencing at a very young age, but my version was, was to keep the cows in. I bit on that one too. I was like, oh, I'm surprised they had that. And was it Minton? Minton I always forget. Down yeah. to 35 people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it was different, different kind of fencing. You know, we actually uh, have fencing at Minot State here too. And, you know, Chris, the curls with Charlie, he, he fences and curls as well. So, so we have some of that overlap here too. Yeah. <laughs> So you, okay, I didn't think there was any other curling fencers, but I guess I was wrong. No, I, there's at least two of you I know of. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so once once you kind of got hooked onto the sport and got into things, um, where did you offici- or officially kind of start learning the game and, and getting on the ice? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yep, I missed that. Sorry, I was thinking of my fencing joke, and then. Uh, I missed the answer to that. Yeah, so so I guess I want to know to to kind of piggyback on what Noel was asking there. What's the Ardsley Club like? You know, I haven't even uh, pulled up a picture of it. How many sheets do they have? What was their youth program like, or or did they have one? You know, where did you jump in at the Ardsley Club? Yeah, sure. So I jumped in. Uh, we have a, a juniors program which runs every weekend on Sunday. Um, so unfortunately for now, I only get to curl once a week um, for a couple hours. Uh, at the club, we have three sheets, so obviously there's less space um, and time availability to the juniors, um, but obviously I love getting there as much as possible. Uh, and I imagine very differently from when you, from where you guys are. Our club is only open from October to March uh, due to weather conditions. Actually, uh, that is us as well. It's we um, same timeline, yeah. Part of it for us is weather also, and part of it is just our lease agreement. Um, you know, we have a dedicated club, but our, our building is not insulated. You know, like in the club area, the, the clubhouse has, has some insulation thrown around it. But, you know, if it gets like 45 degrees outside, our, our ice really is poor quality. We can barely keep it froze. You know, you're kind of just throwing money at the compressor system to, to keep things cold. So, yeah, that's about our season, too. We run into April a little bit, usually. Depending like, on where Easter falls, typically. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah where Easter falls. So, oh. you got to be out of here by April 20th, and we're in on October 20th. So, uh, can, can you tell me a little bit more about your, your juniors program? What ages it runs? And is it more of like a, a performance development kind of juniors, or is it kind of a fun get out, learn the sport, um, experience something new? meet some friends that are interested in the same sport kind of your age uh which avenue does that take yeah sure so honestly um i'd have to say it's kind of somewhere in between uh we have lots of age age ranges um in the juniors you know obviously i'm a a junior in high school um but we have people in the program who are probably in sixth grade um or even younger uh so it's a very wide-ranging group of people um and you know obviously i've met a ton of great friends there um there's a huge social aspect to it uh but we also you know as we're curling and as we're socializing we're also focusing on learning as well um this year we've actually kind of set up a a a weekly program where each week uh we'll spend the first hour of our curling time focusing on a specific thing we want to um, get better at, um, whether it's, you know, sweeping, 
or um, skipping. It's yeah. Is that uh, individualized or is that the program as a whole? Like they say, hey, you know, this is the week where we're going to go over, you know, like you said, sweeping and we're all going to practice sweeping and, and maybe improve in, in different ways. But the focus is the same or, or are they individualizing it to you or, or leaving it up to you even? Uh, it's more of a general thing uh, for the entire juniors program. Um, but obviously we do uh, split the groups up a little based on uh, current skill level and how long you've been curling for. Okay. So here we lost the part where I was talking about my youth curling experiences. Uh, you've all heard that story before. So we're just going to go right into Nolan talking about his. Yeah. And for, for I myself, uh, I grew up in Minton, Saskatchewan, Canada. So like Bemidji has a rich curling history. Canada has a rich curling history as well, obviously. Uh, but we, our youth program was a little different. It was non-existent. I was in a little two-sheet club. That was shaped like a, a Quonset. And, uh, you, I went out there when I was probably... Now, he's he might be a little bit of a city boy. Does he know what a Quonset is, Nolan? Like a shop, like a tin shop, basically. Are you, long, are, you, are you with oblong. us? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did, I did not know that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so only two sheets ice. Uh, no youth program, like I mentioned. I, I My old man had me out on the ice when I was probably lighter than The Rock was. Uh, so it's just kind of trial by fire. You, you went out there, you got thrown right in, into it. And by the time I was probably seven, eight years old, I was curling league nights against 50, 60 year old men and women and people that have been doing it for 40 plus years. And then as, as I progressed, it was a high school sport in Saskatchewan. So we actually curled competitively throughout the province um, against other schools, play down through regionals, interprovincials, which would be like a state championship type of deal. Uh, and then moved to Minot, and I took I probably took about a year off while I was going to college here at Minot State, and got back into the curling club and just like West, the rest is history. Uh, now well, I spend most of my life here. Well, you came down and did that uh, news article. So Nolan used to work for the local uh, news affiliate in town, and I remember he came and, and did a, a section here. And you weren't curling at the time you were doing that. I was that, not right? curling. I started uh, immediately after. I think I curled in the shirt sleep that year. Yeah, yeah, it was like right after. Yeah. 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 Wow. Well, I'm pretty jealous of your guys' uh, opportunities. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Thanks. I was just thinking here uh, about Nolan's uh, yeah, news he's... article. I want to tell you, Carter, since you're here, so you don't get too intimidated. Nolan was uh, in his nice dress khakis doing that uh, report for the news station. And uh, he came out of the hack like he was still 17 in provincial curling. And uh, he ripped his pants wide open. So yeah, the whole thing was gone. It looked like a pair of caps, by the way. Okay, so this should be hopefully our last cut in the episode. Um, you missed the end of us giggling about Nolan's snafu, and uh, we're going to get back into our interview with Carter. Thanks. So, Carter, I believe where we left off is you were talking about your juniors program and how you guys thought you were a little ways off of junior nationals, but you were hoping to keep playing together and competing. So where do we go from here now? Yeah, I've uh, started competing a little bit with a team uh, that I've been working with. Um, but uh, unfortunately, you know, some of the closest clubs uh, to Ardsley are still about an hour away. Um, so to compete in Bonspiels is like honestly is honestly a lot of work for us uh, and a big time commitment. Uh, but obviously I have fun at every one and I try to compete in as many as I can. Yep. And uh, to cover, you know, what what position are you playing with your team? And is there a position that maybe you would like to try out or try to grow into here? 
yeah so uh as we've kind of you know discovered ourselves i guess as a team uh we switched around a little bit uh but i'd say mostly i'm playing lead uh honestly one thing that i'd want to try um although i doubt i would ever you know become this uh for our team uh would just be playing a skip um obviously uh it's the most unique role i'd say uh and which i honestly haven't had that much experience with um and i feel like you know there's a whole side of the game that uh that i know some about but i feel like i'm missing out um on a lot of it as well so i i look forward to learning more about that yeah and i i would say as somebody who's who's done quite a bit of mostly skipping in my curling career now looking back um it is different you know uh, people put a lot of emphasis on it because you know they're they're the most high profile one you know their their last name's usually the team name but uh you know they're just one of four people out there too you know and it it it, it does give you a different appreciation though kind of getting into the strategy and you know getting a feel for why you're calling certain things you know i think sometimes uh un- until you do it you know it's it's a little bit of guesswork but yeah, it's, it's a lot less sweeping too that's one thing yeah. i really enjoy about skipping <laughs> that that's is true as well <laughs> that is what i tell because they teach a lot of new curlers they're like oh i don't know if i want to skip it's too much pressure i'm like man it's less sweeping you just give it a try just do it, yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, just do it. a little more a little more mental work a lot less physical yeah. work so um so and one thing we chatted about too was uh, just some mentors that you look up to in the game whether it's some of that you kind of craft your your game after or or just a favorite curler on the professional level uh, who, who's a couple of those people that you look up to and i, I would love if uh, you had someone at your local club too who uh, was like a coach you know maybe one of the people's in your junior program um anybody like that that you can think of yeah sure so uh, i guess i can talk about the uh, professionals first so um obviously the team that uh got me introduced into curling was team schuster uh so i love all those guys and i watched um i actually watched the show american rock stars um which followed their journey uh to the olympics uh which was quite interesting um and i have to say i particularly like uh john landsteiner uh just because of his i'd say both hilarious um and respectable lack of emotion on the ice um you know i i really respect his ability to stay insanely calm under any situations whether he's winning or losing uh and i'd like to be able to hopefully match that one day um in terms of other professionals uh, i feel like obviously i'm obliged to shout out uh danny casper of team casper and andrew stopperett of team dropkin uh who both uh curled at ardsley uh, i believe as juniors um who I'm excited to see competing uh, later this month at Nationals. Uh, in terms of people at my club, um, you know, on the less professional side, but who still act as mentors, uh, I'd shout out Richard Goodwin, who's uh, been running the junior program uh, for at least a couple of years, um, uh, who's just really been really critical um, and important to helping this junior program continue to thrive. And also Colin Kasperwitz, um, who has really helped out uh, the team that I've been working with and has really been helping and coaching and helping me improve at the different bond skills that we've been playing at. That's great. And I have to say, uh, the American Rockstar show, uh, I, I don't know if I heard of it and forgot, but uh, I definitely haven't seen it. And, and now I kind of want to check it out. Was, was that an NBC thing? Was Do you know, was that on TV or is that like a Netflix thing or... Uh, honestly, I'm not sure. I watched it quite a while ago, but okay. it was a really great show. 
Okay, yeah, I'll have to I check that out. I would definitely recommend it to anybody who hasn't seen it. As, as much as I like to dislike the Schuster team, it's amazing what they did for <laughs> curling in the United States. Yeah, he gets so salty sometimes when we bring it up. Well, it's just because, you know why. I don't want to get into it. We got my, a guest. My, my dirty laundry, <laughs> Carter, there with the uh, Schuster team is I, I had finally given up on American curling. And that was the year I was like, I ah, don't even bother. Like, the Canadians are going to win it. And then they went all the way and got gold. And I was like, you know, should have had more faith in my boys. <laughs> 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 um, and I, I wanted to piggyback to, you know, we had talked to uh, probably my favorite curler active is, is Matt Hamilton. You know, I uh, I just like his vibe. And I have always felt that uh, if I was to uh, achieve that level of success in the game, that that's the kind of professional I would like to be. You know, somebody who's kind of a character and fun on and off the ice. But, you know, there to win and does a good job. So, yeah. yeah. Act, all time, I'd say Kevin Martin from from Alberta. Um, actively, like I had mentioned, probably Nick Adine or, or Brad Dushu, just because Adine, like you said, is a character on the ice. Yeah. And he's a heck of a curler um, on the ladies' side, like I said, Shannon Burchard from T Minors. Yeah, and I uh, again, I really like watching women's curling. My favorite event, and and this is leads into our next question. But my favorite event to watch is the the Scotties. You know, the the Canadian uh, Women's Tournament of Hearts National Championship. So Carter, on the events note, um, you know, you've mentioned that uh, you've been to some bond spiels around, um, traveled to a couple of them. You know, do you have a, a favorite event that you'd you'd like to try and catch this year? Something you're looking to get into? Um, one that you're especially looking forward to going to? Yeah, sure. So I can talk about it. in terms of uh, professional events, um, you know, unfortunately, on the East Coast, there's kind of a lack of uh, opportunities for me to actually go and, and see some of the professionals playing, uh, which, again, is why I'm particularly excited for the uh, for the Nationals in New Jersey coming up uh next month uh but i haven't really been able to watch any professional curling outside of online uh in terms of kind of local junior bond spiels um i can say one that i particularly look forward to every year is uh the neon curling at nutmeg curling club oh you guys have uh, a glow and curl bonds. is glow Sorry? curl glow curl with black lights glow, yeah yeah oh, yeah so, I mean, it's a great bond spiel with lots of uh, lots of good competition. Um, and obviously at the end, we do the glow in the dark curling, which is always incredibly fun. Uh, what club would, did you say that was again, Carter? It's a nutmeg curling club yeah. in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Nutmeg in Bridgeport. I'm writing that down. I'm going to Google it when we're done here. <laughs> that is fantastic. So nationals, you are going to nationals and you have quite the story there. So can you run us through what you're doing at nationals and uh, how you got there? Yeah, sure. So I recently got in touch with Dean Gemmel, uh, who runs USA Curling. Uh, and I was able to interview him uh, and talk to him. And he was super nice. Um, and he actually was able to give me or is going to be able to give me media credentials for the upcoming Nationals in New Jersey, uh, which is obviously I'm really excited to do that um, and to be able to talk to all the players there. Um, additionally, I got really lucky that all of the teams are actually going to be practicing at, you know, my home club of Ardsley, uh, before the tournament. So I hope to meet a bunch of the players there and conduct a lot of the interviews there as well. Uh, yeah. 
and I had asked you a little bit here, um, you know, do you have a format for your interviews? You know, do you have specific questions you, you want to try and ask all of them to, to do comparisons? Um, you know, we, uh, we, ha- we have yet to get to your website here too, but uh, are, you, are you hoping to get uh, a content from them um, as far as like, you know, instead of stories, uh, uh, pointers, tips, you know, things that they uh, are looking to help out and prove with, so yeah sure so um yeah i'd say the goal with the interviews is obviously uh to expand upon uh you know greatcurling.com uh which is the website that i'm running uh and be able to provide more educational uh informative and also hopefully entertaining content uh i guess in terms of internet inner sorry interview format uh i haven't really been able to interview any uh professionals so far um in terms of like current active curlers uh but what i'm definitely interested in hearing about is you know obviously how they got into curling um what led to them getting into the competitive scene what it takes to get into the competitive scene um as well as obviously uh certain tips and tricks that they would have for new curlers um to improve and uh you know continue their curling career into a into a higher level all right cool now now this is all going on your website so it's a good segue into that tell us about your website and uh and what it entails and and what made you uh what what brought the idea of up of of starting your own website and and what kind of platforms did you use to get it going yeah sure so i have always really been interested in tech um so i really wanted to combine uh, my interest with curling and technology uh into this site and the idea really um came out of hoping to build content to help beginners uh, through experienced curlers, uh, any curlers, uh, in order to improve their curling game and just the experience in general. Um, When I was learning to curl myself, uh, I really didn't find a lot of fresh content about curling online. Um, There actually is a really good amount of stuff and good information, but it's all a little old and formatted rather poorly. Uh, And I feel like a lot of young curlers or new curlers like me uh, would want something a little newer and fresher looking. So I ended up launching the site uh, a few months back with a bit of educational content uh, and blogs to get it started. I actually recently posted to the Reddit uh, curling forum in hopes that I could get in touch with some of the leaders in the curling world, which is how I got my connection to Dean Gemmel and how I am obviously also here on North Dakota's number one curling podcast. Hey, look at that. I yeah, like that. There Thank you go. You. you even got the plug for us. <laughs> and uh, I, I wanted to tell you, Carter, I I feel that frustration um, or maybe not frustration, but that that issue in the sport where it is lacking a modern resource base, you know, as uh, I've tried to develop my own skills and develop, you know, I don't want to say programs because that's overselling what I do as a coach, you know, and the things that I'm involved with. But you know, some of the best resources I've ever found were like PDFs that were on an old HTML site from the early aughts, you know, and it was like a copy of the Scottish, you you know, curling national teams training manual from from 25 years ago, you know, and it was like it was a great resource, you know, just like you're saying, there's there's good resources out there. But, you know, 
if you're expecting a younger curler to, you know, one, go down that rabbit hole and then <laughs> get this old PDF and, and sift through, you know, a 3000 word document, that's, that's not re- not realistic. So I, I wish you the best success in your website, um, you know, and, and I, I hope to check it out in the future and just keep seeing it grow. So yeah. it's great. Um, you do your interviews as well. Now, do they, they go directly to your website, correct? Uh, yeah, so I actually uh, – do you mind if I talk a little bit about my first interview that I did this Love week? It. Yep, go, go right ahead. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So I actually um, – my first interview, which I'm planning to publish next week, um, was with Chris Justice, who, um, as Wes knows, runs the high school curling team at Bemidji um you know in Bemidji Minnesota Justice is a great uh, guy by the way I was tickled pink when you told me you were interviewing him he's good <laughs> yeah so basically I, as I was doing research for great curling I found out that you know so many Olympians and high level curlers came from Bemidji's curling team um and I thought he'd be a great first person to interview to um to interview as I'd love to help make curling a lot more popular um and he is someone who's obviously been very successful in creating a uh, large and successful curling program yeah i i'm i'm excited to go look at what you got posted there yeah Yeah. the the second part of my question too um was do you do do them as like an audio interview and do an audio file or do you actually delve into and write write yourself an article for your for your web page yeah so i'm planning to do a, a little bit of both um I am hoping to obviously create uh, some articles and blog content about it and also hopefully some more uh, short form content like um, uh, for Instagram and for TikTok, um, social media platforms like that, you know, just to promote curling even more. Right on. Sounds like you got a little bit of a, a the journalism bug there. <laughs> yeah, no, I really love, um, you know, I just really love that I have uh, the ability to share something that I'm really passionate about. Um, and I just really hope I can reach as many people as possible and, uh, either introduce more people to curling or help juniors, uh, carry on with their curling career. Yeah, it's awesome. It sounds like you're doing a great thing. And and like Wes said, I'm, I'm super excited to hop online and and take a look at everything and, and go through some of these interviews, especially, uh, when you get into, over to Jersey and get to go to the nationals. Yeah. And, uh, like I said earlier too, I, I think that's so cool. Um, I, I just can't speak highly enough of it. Good for you for, for putting yourself out there and, uh, landing that connection with uh, Dean Gemmel there and, um, you know, getting to conduct all those interviews. You know, we, uh, we had joked about doing that at the Briar cause we're going there as spectators and we were, you know, joking about, well, joke, half serious about applying for that press pass and yeah i think uh you know hearing you do it too it, it kind of puts a bug in us to to go and and try to at least see if the avenue is open right you know yeah uh, it's great and obviously open invitation if you ever need anything from us reach out yeah i mean i'd love to have you guys on for an interview one time that would be great it won't be as high profile as some of the ones that it sounds like you've had and will be having, but hey, we'll uh, we'll make it entertaining. Yeah, well, now we can say we interviewed the guy who interviewed the guy, right? <laughs> who did exactly. the interview? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like shaking the hand that's shaking the hand of the president. So, um, 
All right, uh, Wes, any, anything else you want to ask? Uh, there was one more thing I was going to just ask about uh, Carter's curling career here. but uh. Yeah, well, I, I think uh, a common question we ask, and it's a good one, you know, what is your most memorable curling moment oh, so far? Is that, yours? that, is that yours? Yeah, okay. Yeah, this yep, this what? One, stay solo in your career because then you're going to run out of things to ask because all your friends and co-hosts <laughs> will ask them instead of you. <laughs> but, yes, what was your most memorable moment? Or just be, be quicker. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I would say it's it would probably be um, a couple of years ago when I was a freshman in high school. Uh, I was still relatively new to curling. Um, I think it was my second year at Ardsley. Um, and at the end of the year, um, they have a tournament called Pull the Plug uh, in which uh, one junior is paired up with a team of three other um, adult league curlers uh, in a bonspiel. And my team was actually able to win the championship. Um, and as the youngest person on the team and possibly the youngest in the tournament, um, you know, it's possible I, I might have been getting lucky paired up with some of the best uh, with some of the club's best players. Uh, but my team won. And that just really, I would say, propelled me into wanting to continue to take curling more and more seriously and just, you know, uh, taking as much curling as possible. That is fantastic. I love that format. I have not heard of it before, but uh, I'm filing that one away. And yeah, no, that's right. I mean, getting a, a success like that, you know, it, it it's it's not nothing, right? You know, it makes you feel good and it, it keeps you coming back. You know, it's just like golf. And Well, that's one thing I compare curling to always. You know, you might have a, a poor game, but usually you'll have one or two shots that, uh, you know, you're kind of proud of or can hang your hat on. And, and that's what keeps you coming back. You know, those little moments. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I guess did you. What? No, you asked my last question. It's just uh, thank you very much, Carter, for coming on. Um, it's great. Sounds like you got a great thing going, and, and I wish you all the luck going forward well, with thank, it. Yeah. yeah, thank you so much for having me on. And like you guys are really, you know, a representative of why I love curling so much. And you know, curlers are obviously competitive, but you know, like us, we really like to have fun and are all super supportive of each other. Um, so just thank you so much. Yeah. And I, I just can't speak highly enough of you, Carter, you know, 16 years old and you're well-spoken and you're organized and, you know, you've, you've maybe not have a, a, you know, all your goals figured out yet, but, uh, you know, a good path when you see one and I, I wish you the best of luck on it. Okay. Thank you so much. All right, man. Yeah, thanks. Well, again. don't be a stranger. Uh, I'm sure we'll, we'll reach out to you to have you on and later seasons yeah exactly and uh apologies again for my audio snafu but uh you handled it well with us so thanks oh yeah no problem no problem at all all right thanks carter enjoy your weekend okay bye-bye right, thank you guys that was awesome what, what that was a, great that what was a great. well-spoken young man yeah like yeah i'm thinking of myself at 16 years old and i would not have been able to conduct yeah i would have at least made fun of me for the audio snafu oh, and he was yeah. super chill just <laughs> super professional <laughs> I, awesome no, that's no. why he's got dean gamble's number and we don't we, don't. So. <laughs> we should have got it should have hooked it up um no that was yeah. that was a great interview i i I think that's going to be a great, great episode for yeah. our, our viewers to give a listen. Yes, um, yes. I hope our viewers as well go and check out his website. Greatcurling.com. Yep. And it's Carter Medved. He was the uh, uh, gentleman we, we just got done speaking with. Yeah, we so. might have to get in touch with him, maybe send him some swag. Ooh, that's not a bad plan. Not a bad plan. I like it. We at least know where the Ardsley Club is, so yeah. we can send it there. Send it yeah. with his name on it. He'll probably listen, and now he knows. So now we've got it, I suppose. Well, yeah. Never, yeah. We won't say when we're going to send it. Yeah, maybe next year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next year. Graduation gift. Awesome. No, that was, that was a great episode. 
great. I'm just more than happy to hear what that young man's got going on for him. So. I'm I, I, uh, I, I mentioned it in there too, but I am just tickled pink that he interviewed Chris Justice. You know, yeah, I mean, like what is what a small world, you know, yeah. and and I can't remember if Justice was involved in Little Rock's program, but he was he's a gym teacher at Bemidji, or at least he was when I was there too. So he ran the uh, high school curling program, awesome. um, you know, and he's responsible, I guess, for the majority of my my curling education. It's probably Justice, and then the flip side, Mark with Ice Tech, but you know. Yeah. That's where the foundation was laid. So. Was Brian Axton. Brian Axton. <laughs> in that Quonset mint. <laughs> so. I like how you give the, 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 the Southern accent there for Canadians. The Quonset mint. Oh, like Southern Canada accent or no, oh, Southern was, Southern? Like Southern Southern. Oh, well, you know, I... I I get my accents confused. Yeah. There's, it's just too You're much. close to Montana. It kind of drifted in there. Should we dial up Clay? See if he's landed. Oh, man. All right. Sounds good. There it is again. Kit in the background making noise. She was cleaning last time. She was. Yeah, yeah that was, was fine. Yeah. That was okay. You can also laugh, too. I do want to make that quick. <laughs> Laughing is also fine. Please. Hey, Wes. Hey, we, uh, whoa, what are you doing? Are you I'm, I'm down in Phoenix right now, but what's up? Well, we're just finishing up our podcast, and we figured we'd give you a ring. Sorry, say it again? We're, we're finishing up our podcast. We figured we'd give you a ring. Oh, I know. I'm sorry. That's, was, this the, was this the one with, the, with, with um, Carter? Carter, yeah. With Carter, the junior curler. We heard that clearly. Now we got to market explicit, and Carter didn't even drop a swear word the whole time. Am, so. I, am I on the podcast? Yeah, you're right on the now, podcast. Yeah. yeah, we're still recording. Oh, by the way, I had an audio snafu. Lost like 15 minutes of the interview. We had to go back, so it was classic. Oh, very nice. Anything you want the group to say to the podcast? Uh, who's the group? You, Sit- Beth, and Co. Or who's who's all down there? We've got Anya and Chris and Kim and Kyle. Oh, boy. Well, where, where are you guys at in Phoenix? We're in Tempe, Scottsdale border right now. Oh, you're on the edge of Scottsdale. Huh? Yeah. All right. Well, how, did you fly Allegiant? Yes, we did. Yeah, All the doors stay on. All the doors on. <laughs> so, so what are the bets, by the way? Do you think I can get a seat? This is the big question that I really wanted to ask. And it's not morning time, so I'm not sure yet. Can you get a Caesar in Phoenix, or is it Bloody Marys? That's the debate I, I want on the podcast. Uh, I think you can get a Caesar, but it's not going to be what you're into. I think it's going to be delicious because they get the snowbirds, so they've probably learned how to make oh, it correctly. Oh, yeah, it is South so, Canada. Yeah, that's a good so this point. Is, this is what I think the big discussion of the podcast should be. And you guys can take bets, and I'll let you know what the bars say. Because I have not asked yet. Sure. I mean, you could order a Caesar at night. That's, there's nothing wrong. Now, the big that. question is see if they'll give you a pitcher. If you can get a pitcher of Caesars, then I'll be impressed. I, I already know that's not going to happen. So. <laughs> well, I'll probably require you to get a credit a limit extended to down there. So. Um, are you guys heading over to Chandler at all? If you are, say hello to Mon Paul Axton. Oh, yeah. They're, they're on do. their way down right now. Should be Text there me shortly. your number. You have my number. Your your sister's down here, right? Yeah. 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 You don't want to hang out with her, though. She's boring. <laughs> well, 
you know. You know, we were on such a positive we note, and then we call Clay. <laughs> Clay, we'll, <laughs> let you, we'll let you get back. We'll, have to, we'll, we'll make her interesting, though. Oh, good, good luck. All right, Clay. All well, right, Clay. we're glad you made it there safe. Uh, by the way, it was uh, it's 20 below tonight, and I think 45 under with wind chill. So uh, you enjoy Phoenix, okay? You know what? It, it's 50, maybe 40 degrees right now, and it is so nice. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I don't normally get jealous, but when it gets this cold, I get a little jealous of the Southerners. So, yeah, yeah I feel it. It's pretty great. Yeah. All right. Enjoy All right, your bye. weekend. See you guys. Yeah, see you. Right, bye. bye. Oh, jeez. Well, that was all right. Yeah, it could have been worse. No, sorry. Could have been worse. Um, I didn't realize he'd be tying one on at 820. Oh, I imagine, I imagine <laughs> they haven't even checked into the hotel yet. And you know how hard it is to get drinks on the 20. Allegiant flight, too? They only come like once. Yeah, it's, you know? it's only 20 after six there, too. Like, he's 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 gotten into it. Yeah, well, you know, that's part of curling, too, I suppose. Yeah. You know, we got we got the, the, the young buck on who's, who's doing good work and keeping this work going and we you got, just got hacks out there too. So, <laughs> yeah, well, that was Clay, our third host, as our viewers know. Um, anything else to touch on? Or are we we all good to wrap her up here? No, I think we're good. I think this is going to be a long one. Um, again, you know, if people stuck with it this long, uh, big thanks to Carter for that interview. That was great. I uh, I really enjoyed it. So, yeah. Um, coming up, we have Crow for the Cure. We'll have the ladies on. We'll have Winterfest, uh, Rotary, Sunrise Rotary. We'll come on and chat a little about that. And maybe even we're in your time, Evan working. Yeah, we're trying to get working on the cast, too. So we'll chat with him some. Um, yeah, a lot of good stuff coming up. Try and catch him after now. Yeah, we maybe. should We should have weekly episodes coming out here now because uh, that was our holiday break. And we'll, we'll shoot back for weekly here. So All right, we're back and we're cruising. Thanks okay. for listening. Bye.